Hey, students, you're listening to Answers to Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and Brother Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? Oh, great. I haven't eaten donuts in two days. <laughs> You've got eight more days to go. That's the... post-Halloween. <laughs> Post-Halloween donuts. Uh, Brother Wing, you went on a lot of dates in your day, didn't you? Because, <laughs> yeah, I... I had a lot of single years under my yeah. belt. So you had plenty of opportunities. Did you ever have like a you ever have a go to date that was like your standard date that you went on? Like first well, date? I, I was always starving in those years. And so yeah. I I was always looking for excuses to go to restaurants and just eat as much food as possible. And so, so your so your standard first date was to Golden Corral. It was well, it wasn't Golden Corral, but it was <laughs> Like back in that day, man, Olive Garden was my go-to place because it had all you can eat <laughs> breadsticks <laughs> and stuff. And so I'd pound about 10 of those. I don't think, you know, I don't think that girls know, like when guys ask you all on a, on a date, it's, there's some stress involved in that and, in, in figuring out what to do on this date. The default seems to be in many cases, the default seems to be bowling. Like we'll just, we'll just go bowling. Right. I mean, that's just, I mean, there's miniature golf and stuff, but even that seems like a little bit tough, but everybody can bowl. We'll just, we'll just go bowling. And so uh, we're going to talk about bowling today in on answers to gospel questions. Not really, but there's a prophecy that's made that looks a little bit like bowling in, uh, in chapter two. And you've got to decide like if, if, if uh, bowling was symbolic, which would you want to be? Would you want to be the bowling ball or would you want to be the pins that are going to be knocked down? And I'll tell you in this prophecy that we're, we're going to look at in Daniel chapter two, you're going to want to see that we, that you want to be part of this ball, right? Um, the question that we're going to kind of look at today relative to bowling, I know most of you are tuning out of this uh, right now. You're like, I actually hate bowling, but the the question we're going to look at is, is sometimes it might feel like uh, in your in your YSA adventures in the church, it might feel like there's not a lot of you. It might feel like, you know, and, and it might really be that way. You might be in a really, really small branch. You might not even have a branch. You might also uh, know of a lot of friends who seem to be leaving the church. Maybe Maybe you know more people leaving the church than are coming into the church. And you're thinking, what's going on? How, like, what's is should this be happening in the Lord's church? And and so it creates some questions. Well, we're going to tie bowling and that question into uh, into the scriptures here in in Daniel chapter two. What do you see, Brother Wing? Yeah. So Daniel, this is quite a miraculous thing where Daniel is in this court of people who are advising the king. And the king, but the, and the king has a dream and he's very disturbed by it and wants to know the interpretation. And I, I would imagine that most of these people are used to telling the king what he wants to hear, you know, rather than giving him any kind of actual advice or wisdom, you know. Um, but in this case, the king wants to know an actual interpretation. So he wisely tells at least the initial group of these advisors and tells them, I'm not going to tell you what the dream is. You tell me what my dream was, and then I'll know that you can interpret it. And then if you can't tell me that, then you're going to be killed. And so this is a high, 
pressure situation on these guys. And they're like, well, nobody can do that. And nobody asked this of us and no King, you know, nobody can do this. And so then the King is frustrated. He's going to kill everybody, which would include the entire group, you know, which includes Daniel. And then Daniel's like, Hey, why is this so hasty? Uh, But now this is where Daniel steps forward. This, this miracle uh, that God has given him this gift that he has to interpret dreams. And he's going to now use this in a very high pressure situation. Um, And so then what is the dream? Well, Daniel's able to tell the King what his dream was and uh, interpret it. And the dream was that there was this figure with various uh, materials that comprise this figure, which symbolize the kingdoms of the earth and this a kind of a succession of those kingdoms. But there's also this stone, this is verse 45 of chapter two, the stone that was cut out of the mountain without hands. So you're already seeing this kind of divine work here and that it, it would roll forth and break in pieces, the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold of this figure um, that was there and that it uh, fills the entire earth, this, this, uh, this new kingdom that would knock down all of the other uh, kingdoms. So that's kind of the overview um, of that chapter. It's quite miraculous, but it's also, we're a part of this now. We're seeing this in action um, if we're looking at it with the proper perspective um, and to see that this is a miracle of the Lord's work, this mighty um, work and a wonder, you know, that's that this restoration of the gospel to go forward and bless the world by the kingdom of God. And it's, it seems so unlikely, right? To, I mean, consider the, consider this dream that the king of Babylon has. I mean, Babylon is the world. It literally is the, the world's most powerful place. And Daniel is just a guy, right? And the kingdom of God has been decimated. There's hardly anybody. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty small. The YSA wards in Jerusalem were pretty small in the days of Babylon, right? And so uh, here, the interpretation is, is it's going to fill the earth. And so where are you going to, where are you going to stand? Where are you going to be? It's real easy to, to, to look with fear and to look with uh, just to see like what's right in front of our face. And it might be a little bit more difficult or challenging to look with faith and to believe the prophecies. We've been told that the kingdom of God is going to roll forth and fill the, and fill the world. There's only what 17 million of us right now, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but that number is going to grow. And when it seems to be shrinking in our observations, when it seems to be shrinking, that's not the time to jump off the the, the stone that's rolling forth. That's the time to get on, right? Get on early. Yeah, it's it's this is the part where we can exercise faith and and then do like President Nelson said, that we can seek and expect miracles, mm-hmm. uh, that we can be a part of, of what's going to happen. I mean, he said it, he said it repeatedly that the Lord's going to do a greater manifestation of his power between now and his coming. And right. we can be a part of this and we can see it. And I would say to our listeners, if you're in a moment of your life where you're kind of doubting maybe uh, in the work of the Lord, or maybe you're even at least in your own life, you're kind of doubting that the Lord can do his work in your life. And maybe you feel a little bit distanced uh, there that you could use this uh, book of Daniel to kind of rekindle 
your faith in the power of the Lord. And like Moroni has said that God has not ceased to be a God of miracles. And if you need to kind of rekindle your belief in miracles or the Lord's power to strengthen you through a challenge, even if he doesn't like take away some burden miraculously, maybe the, maybe the miracle for you is that he's going to strengthen you through something, but that God can be with you regardless. The book of Daniel can help you with this. We've got these miraculous story in chapter one where they're blessed physically and with spiritual gifts in chapter two, he interprets his dream chapter three, you got Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and the fiery furnace. And, and that they're not, not only not burned, but their clothes don't even smell like smoke. I mean, you've been to a campfire, you know, this, that's, <laughs> that's a miracle all by itself. Right. And, and then you've got more miracles throughout that. And then chapter six with the Daniel and the lion's den, mm-hmm. this, this book can rekindle faith in the Lord's power to Uh, miraculously bless us. Awesome. Just because there's not huge crowds uh, that are, that are flocking to the kingdom of God doesn't mean that the kingdom of God isn't rolling forward. So get on, stay on, and then wait and watch for miracles because they'll happen in your life. All right, students, thanks for joining us on this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. Go ahead and share it with somebody else. Leave us a rating if you'd like, and we'd love to read your feedback. So Until next time, everybody, we love your guts. Stay righteous.